Welcome to the Apostolic and Prophetic Podcast. Maybe you are already a Christian, a believer for many years. You have been to various churches, conferences, um, or you are in a home church, or you maybe even don't have a church. Uh, this podcast is for everyone who knows Jesus, who knows the Bible already, but who wants to get to know him closer and more intimate and more personal because Jesus is coming back. We can see the signs all around the globe that Jesus is coming back. If you don't believe it yet, then it's better you are not continuing to listen to this podcast because it is obvious. It is obvious for everyone who wants to see it that he is returning very soon. Like Jesus said, Let those who have eyes see and those who have ears to hear, hear. And before Jesus is coming back, there has to happen something. Because Jesus is coming back not just to judge the world and to establish his kingdom on earth and his rulership in Jerusalem over the whole planet, but he's also coming back for a big celebration for It's the, the wedding feast, the wedding feast of the Lamb of God and his bride, the church. And with church, I'm not meaning um, every church congregation uh, or uh, church buildings or denominations. Yes, because when you are going uh, to heaven, there will no one ask you, are you Pentecostal? Are you Baptist? Are you Catholic? Are you Protestant? Are you Presbyterian? Are you uh, Mennonite? Whatever. Uh, God will not ask you this question. But it is only the one question. Are you part of the bride of Christ? Because he's coming back for his bride. And um, if you see the church, this is also the reason why you have a lot of people who are going out from churches, why you have churches that split um, because of arguments, because of many things. If you see the church, the church is far from perfect. Yes. And people will tell you, no, you will never find a perfect church. But the Bible is speaking about the bride of Christ, which is the church, which will be perfect when Jesus comes back. And I want uh, to read one scripture for you. It's in Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, you know this uh, from verse 25. There it is written, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. So if someone is telling you it is not possible that the church will be perfect, yes, or holy or without blemish, uh, it's written in the Bible. It's written in the word of God. And what do you believe? Do you believe what you see, what is in front of your eyes, or do you believe the word of God? And actually, faith means that you believe 
the word of God, that you believe in what God is saying, that he will uh, make it, that we, he will make it come to pass, even you cannot see it now uh, with your natural eye. Even everything else looks, looks different at the moment, uh, you believe that God will fulfill his word, and he will, because he, he said it. Uh, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall abide forever. This is what Jesus said. So I read it one more time, uh, that he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Of course, this is not talking about um, physical wrinkles, because there will be people uh, belonging or being part of the bride of Christ old people, young people, it's uh, spiritually talking. And God can make it, but why uh, are we not seeing this or not seeing it enough? And why does it look like this, that the church is in many places so weak and sometimes even powerless, um, especially in times now when we need this power, when we need the presence of God, when we need a church which was is able, like the church in the beginning, to, to shake the foundations of the world, to turn the world upside down in a positive way. Okay, and there is one reason. And before I start to talk about this, is uh, I would like to... Um, uh, tell you uh, something I experienced with God, uh, what I was hearing when I was um, coming from my workplace. Uh, a few years ago, I lived in another town and uh, I was uh, going back. I was living on a hill, kind of, and uh, my workplace was in the, in the valley, let's say, in the town center. So in order to get home, I had to go uphill um, in the evening or the, in the afternoons. And I passed by an old Protestant church, which was totally empty. The windows were smashed and um, I was passing by this church. And this church was uh, standing empty for many, many years. And sometimes maybe you also do this. <laughs> I am, um, if you see a building, I stretch out my hand and pray for this building and that it will come into God's purpose, that God will do uh, what he intends with this building to uh, what he wants with this. And uh, I was praying for this church. I was praying kind of, I don't remember exactly, but kind of that it will be again uh, filled with um, services, that there will be a services and um, that it will come into God's uh, destiny. And suddenly I was hearing also God's, uh, uh, in my spirit, like uh, God speaking to me or the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And it was like this, that I don't need that building and um, and and God then was telling me that this uh, building is representing the old church and the old church is not representing God and it has to die and um, also there was another uh, incident when I um, uh, it was in my workplace there was uh, how to say um, they introduced a new um, operating system the in all the computers because there were no security updates anymore for the old uh, system and then god also was like speaking to me and telling me like there will be no update for the old church 
The same like on our computers. There are no updates, no security updates for the old operating system. The same, there will be no updates for the old church because it is not representing God. And this is the thing. In this time, before Jesus comes back, there will be uh, a lot of darkness in the world, a lot of um, trouble, a lot of wars, a lot of difficulties. And uh, the Bible uh, describes this also as the, the tribulation, the time of the great tribulation. And we need, we need uh, God's presence. We need, um, we need the church like God intended it to be. And, and this uh, we can only have under one condition. If we have, um, uh, if we build the church in the way God intended it to be in the beginning. And that's why I want to read something. It's also in uh, Ephesians, in Ephesians uh, chapter um, 3. And uh, there it is written from verse 1. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. Hallelujah. So, um, the church, yes, needs revelation. We need revelation. And uh, I don't know how it is for you, but there are sometimes, uh, depends also to which church you go, you're going to church hungry and you're going home hungry. So this is one uh, sign either that you're in the wrong church or that something is really wrong with your church. Because uh, when we go to the church to meet God, we are supposed to receive something. We are supposed to receive something from God, uh, a revelation or a, a word from him. And, um, and this we can, how to say, we need this revelation in order to go through our daily lives, in order to go through uh, difficult times. And uh, here it is clearly written that um, God is revealing this to his holy apostles and prophets. Yes, the, the mystery of Christ. And uh, the thing is, the only thing what can overcome the world is Jesus. Is Jesus in you? Is Jesus who lives in you? And But for this, we need revelation. I mean, you can have a, a theoretical understanding of this uh, with your brain, with your logic. Uh, maybe you have heard it many times, but if it has not sunk into your spirit, if it's not a revelation, if something, a truth from the word of God, you can understand it with your brain, but if it has not sunk into your spirit, uh, if it has not, let's say, uh, been downloaded into your system, into your spiritual system, then it's worthless. Yeah, you can know that Christ has authority and that you have authority in Christ, but if you don't have this revelation deep inside your spirit, you cannot, you cannot use it properly. You cannot use it. It's the same with with any other thing in the Bible. So, and in many churches, the foundation of the church is. 
just uh, the pastor, the pastor ministry. And uh, let's go to uh, another scripture. It's in uh, also in Ephesians. Uh, it's in uh, chapter 4 and from, from verse 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave himself, uh, he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. I will not read everything, but this is great. This is awesome. So here it's written that we, uh, that it's God's aim that we come to the unity of faith. Why we have so much division also in the body of Christ? It's because there is not this five-fold ministry in place. Yeah, in the most churches you have uh, pastors and um, you sometimes have teachers who are coming um, from time to time. Uh, you also have evangelists sometimes. This is also what people accept. But uh, sometimes you have also someone with a prophetic word. But the Bible is saying that uh, we have five ministries and this is very important and if God has given five it means we need also five and I want to show you one uh, scripture also from the Old Testament because uh, when you find something in the Bible it's usually in the Old and in the New Testament and this is when uh, David was uh, defeating uh, Goliath or short before he defeated him and David symbolically in the Bible stands also for Jesus. Yes. And if we see now five, yeah, five, you have five fingers on your hand. It's like kind of the fivefold ministry is the hand of God. Yes. To do the work of the ministry or to equip actually the church to do the work of the ministry because it's not uh, supposed to be like this. Just the evangelist preaches the gospel. No, the evangelist is telling the church and showing to the church how to preach the gospel. Okay, but anyway, I don't want to go into this into detail, but remember when David, before he was fighting against um, uh, Goliath, uh, Saul wanted uh, him to fight in the natural way. And he wanted to give him his armor. And uh, it's in First Samuel chapter 17, verse 38. So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. Or in other translations also saying, I'm not used to it. Um, so David took them off. Okay, so this is the same thing when we try to uh, fight uh, the fights in this time, in our personal life, on our work life, um, when you need the victory, you need 
God's supernatural help. It's not working if you try to do it in a, let's say, worldly way with your own strength. And this armor from Saul stands, let's say, for the human strength, for the human strength to fight against the enemies of God with your human strength. And the thing is, uh, uh, David knew he cannot make it. It will not work. So, but what he was doing, if you read in verse 40, then he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag in a uh, porch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. Okay, so he was not just taking one stone. Okay, anyway, I know how to use the sling. I will uh, hit the enemy of God with just one stone. No, he was putting five stones in his bag. So, and uh, like I said, uh, David symbolically stands in the Bible also for Christ. And this is the same thing now. God has given, you could say, uh, um, to his son five stones to defeat the enemy, to defeat the enemy supernaturally. And this is the fivefold ministry. And that's why we need all of these five stones. Okay. And if we don't have it, we will not have uh, that bride, what, uh, how to say, Jesus wants and what also Jesus deserves. And we will also not have the unity of the faith. The faith. But the good news is that God will do it because he promised it. So that means how he's going to do it, he's raising up again worldwide this ministry and one very important thing it is not like also uh, you can see it already now yes there are apostolic movements but often or mainly it's also again a one-man show like it was in the past yeah like the pastor uh, or the big evangelist but the church of the end time it's not a one-man show because god wants to anoint all of his people it's not one person who is doing everything no it will be a very powerful church where everyone who wants to be anointed will be anointed and will be able to do the work of god so in the next um episodes we want to talk in depth about this about this fivefold ministry and about a lot of things um god has shown uh, to me and also to others, uh, that you will have the victory, that you will have the victory and that you will be able to take, bring out other people from darkness into God's light where you are yourself. So um, God bless you and um, uh, have a nice week and um, uh, soon you will get the next episode. Amen. Amen.